from News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. This is Good Morning BT with Bo Thompson and Beth Troutman. News Talk 1110-993 WBT. I want to say thank you again to Senator Joel Ford and Kenny Smith for joining me last hour to talk politics. Of course, there were tons of political headlines that happened over the weekend. But now we're going to switch gears completely because we have another special guest in the legendary Ty Boyd studio. One of uh, Jim Zoki's besties. Yes. One of my besties. Yes. We have former Carolina. Everybody's bestie. He's everybody's bestie. (laughs) Former Carolina Panther, current host of Charlotte Today, also current analyst for the Carolina Panthers, and uh, just all around good dude. Eugene Robinson joined us. In the house. Oh, no doubt. In the house. Thank you. (laughs) Getting ready for this game. That's what it is. I know. We couldn't have the day before Super Bowl weekend happen without having Eugene Robinson in here with Jim Zoki to talk about this game that is coming up. But you know, it'll go sideways and we'll talk about everything (laughs) but the game. They try to squeeze it into the end. So we should probably start with it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, let's start with the Super Bowl. Then we'll go sideways. We'll start with the Niners, though. Like, uh, How do you think Steve Wilkes, as defensive coordinator, of course, former Panthers interim head coach last year, deals with uh, the monster that is Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey just to talk some football off the top? Yeah, you know, I I think that... Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback we've seen. We talked about Brady being that guy. It looks like Patrick Mahomes is going to be that guy. There's no doubt about that. The fact that he can improvise in the pocket, stay in the pocket, and make plays happen. He got a couple of receivers he can throw the ball to. He's always – I think he stepped up his play. Like last year they had 29 points a game. This year they're down at like 21 points, 22 points Because they rebuilt the team to make the defense better. I I know, but they're playing solid football in the playoffs where you need to be playing at your best, and I think he's at his best. Uh, I was talking to Coach Rivera yesterday, and I was interviewing him, and we were talking about the same subject about Steve Wilson, that both defenses, and he says that Steve is a little bit more more conservative. Mm -hmm. So – I think you have to be a little bit more aggressive. I think you have to go ahead and try to get after him and, and risk at times the fact that you're going to be man-to-man in the back end. Because they're usually that, like soft zone, right? With yeah, because yeah, it's soft zone. It's type, that type, mm-hmm. type of thing. Keep everything in front of you. If he's going to blitz, maybe something third down and seven plus, seven, third down and ten where it's safer, where they got to pick up the sticks. So I think that's going to happen. Um, but I think that Coach Wilkes is going to have to be aggressive. You don't have to pick his spots. But you got to get – you got to get uh, uh, you got to get Mahomes on the ground. If you don't get him on the ground, uh, where he's where he has to think about where he's going to throw the ball at, he'll pick you apart. There's no doubt about that. And if you remember last year in that Super Bowl when he got hurt in the Philadelphia game, remember right before the half, and everybody, oh man, he's out the game, but he comes back in the game. When he went out the game, everybody was happy. Philadelphia fans. When he came back in the game, mm-hmm. you saw the difference. Mm-hmm. And so that's what you're dealing with. He's just that, that type of player. He's just that good? He's that good. That dude is a beast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that dude right there is one of the best quarterbacks we've seen in a very, very long time. So does that mean, so if I'm, if I'm listening to this right, does that mean you are at this moment maybe predicting that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win another Super Bowl? No. Oh. I'm, not pre- I'm not predicting that because I, what I thought was a, a missed opportunity for the Baltimore Ravens as they played Kansas City, is that they didn't run the ball. I mean, if there's a vulnerability of the Kansas City Chiefs, it's the fact that you can run against them. 
And if you pound that ball with that cat McCaffrey, Debo Samuels back there, dude, them dudes can <laughs> those dudes will rack up yards. And when you I've been on the field when somebody's running. We played that Denver uh, game against um, um, Terrell Davis when I was playing with the Packers. When he was running the ball, oh, my goodness. We had to do everything in our power just to stop this dude. Mm-hmm. I had about 12, 13 tackles in that game. Leroy Butler, we, was, we were all over the place. You don't want your safeties having that many tackles because that means you're on the field for a very, very long time, and you don't want that. And so I think that Kansas, uh, the the uh, 49ers, the fact that they run the ball extremely well, they can be on that field for a very long time and not giving Mahomes the opportunity to get in the game to go and be as special as he is. And then, obviously, McCaffrey, named last night <laughs> offensive MVP, wow. but Debo Samuel, when it's the last game, like this, there's no tomorrow. So these guys are going to be just playing at the height of just like, like throwing it all out there and not worried about injuries and None how many that. touches they're getting nope. and load management or I mean this they just I I agree with you I think they have multiple weapons as great as Kelsey is they they used to have Tyreek Hill they don't have the dynamic playmakers they used to yeah. have so if you could kind of sort of keep an eye they on have Kittles Kelsey, and Ayuk, I think they're, they're, yeah. those those are your guys they're okay yeah they, they got they they've got those guys are great Ayuk is catching good. the ball off another dude's helmet last week so uh, exactly <laughs> exactly so they, they got. Uh, it's, uh, it's remember when Brady used to make every receiver, Wes Welker, every receiver that who who was in their branch, you knew their Danny names. Danny Amendola, yeah, you knew their <laughs> names because of Tom Brady, yeah. because he made those guys so so good at what they did. You know, he highlighted them. That's what Mahomes does when. They lost Tyreek Hill down to uh, the Dolphins. You're like, oh man, he doesn't have a threat. It don't matter. He's going. He's Patrick Mahomes. He's going to make a star. He's going to make somebody mm-hmm. famous. And now you know the guy, you can say him. You know, well, we knew Kittles before, but you, you know people because of Patrick Mahomes. That's how good he is, Beth. This, this dude's a beast. Now, we're so lucky, Eugene Robinson, that we have you here for a full hour to continue talking about not only the Super Bowl, but the fact that, because this is the question I want to ask you after, uh, after this break, I want to ask you about all the Panthers connections that are currently oh, sitting wow. in this Super Bowl matchup. And what that feels like. What that feels like being a former Panther, somebody who works for the Panthers. I just want to know emotionally. Emotionally how that feels. I get so weak in the knees. I can hardly speak. I lose all control. Special request. Bernie Bowles playing the hits this morning, <laughs> especially for our special guest, Eugene Knocks Robinson. me right off of my feet. <laughs> you know that's right. <laughs> it's like you your make theme me weak song. in the knees. Yeah, this is your theme song. I know, that's my theme song. It's our song. It makes, it's our song. It's our song. It's my song with Eugene. Yeah, this it. is our, this is so our middle you school slow dance song. Together, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Eugene Robinson is Last hour, Kenny us. Smith and uh, Joel Ford were here, guys. So just every hour, next hour is John Hancock. We didn't have a song. We need to, we need to we come up with a song. We got, we got Tom Petty for Hancock. <laughs> we already big have week, that for him. Yeah, big weekend. We have that for him. We're so glad that you're here with us, Eugene Robinson, here in the Ty Boyd studio, talking Super Bowl, talking football. Now, right before the commercial break, I asked you the question, how are you feeling emotionally about the fact that there are so many Carolina Panthers 
connections yes. to this current Super Bowl and what that makes you feel. And have you had any conversations with these guys about this? I haven't had any conversations with the guys who I absolutely love. Coach Wilkes is my guy. I thought when he took over last year, he did an incredible job. I was really pulling for him to be the head coach here. You know, and it's, it's funny how things work out. Now he finds himself in the Super Bowl. So I'm definitely pulling for him. And then Christian McCaffrey. Dude, I've gone against like the top running backs in the league that I played with Barry Sanders, Bo Jackson, Marcus Allen, all those guys who are extremely talented, Marshall Falk, all those guys who who are beasts. And when I think of Christian McCaffrey, he's in that category. He's that guy. He is just that guy. He's that good. And I think that he doesn't get the, the credit he deserves because I believe it's that reverse discrimination because he's a white running back. I think it's I think it's that some and he was a Panther. He had two he, things right. Yeah, <laughs> now that he's but, a 49ers, like, oh, you're great. You're a 49er. He has always proven himself as being the guy you need on the field. And there's no way I'm not is I'm not playing without that guy in the in the backfield. He's just that dynamic, and he makes things happen. And I think part of his career that he's been maybe labeled that way. I don't know that for sure, but that's the feeling that I get. Uh, but he is absolutely spectacular and well-deserved. The dude got, what, 21 touchdowns this year. I was going to say, they found him now because he was named the Offensive Player of the Year at the Honors thing last night. And also as part of that, as you well know, Julius Peppers That's right. is going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. First Panther that was drafted by this franchise as opposed to coming in as a free agent and so forth. Uh, is going in and well-deserved, but first ballot on top of that. Well, I mentioned real quick, too, to make sure he gets in. Eugene's on the ballot. I know. He's, you a, were he's a nominee multiple times for the Pro Football Hall of Fame, so I want to congratulate you on that because that was again this year. Yes. And also the fact that Peppers, obviously, that was, that was a no-brainer. That was a no-brainer. And I remember telling Pep when he when he left here for the Carolina Panthers, I said, man, you will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. He said, uh, I'm not sure. I said, dude, nobody's done. We haven't seen that type of play since – uh, Bruce Smith and Reggie White, and you're right behind them. You got 159 sacks, whatever it is. I said, dude, I said, you're that guy. I said, and when he came here, he changed that position because at defensive end, you you think sacks, you think forced fumbles. That's what you think. You don't think a guy has interceptions and touchdowns. He has interceptions, 12 interceptions, 11, and touchdowns. I'm like, dude, you got more than other defensive backs who played – you know, 10, yeah. 15 years, dude. Yeah. Well, You're they, just that good. They retired his jersey this year and did the big Hall of Fame in the Carolina Panthers uh, stadium yes. this year. I was at that game. Yes. The, okay. the, the Ring of Honor. He's, ring of Honor. And then they, they put him in the Ring of Honor. But he is really, he's changed the face of what it looked like for the Carolina Panthers defensively when we picked him up from uh, Carolina. Absolutely He's incredible. such a generational player. I mean, just his athletic ability. Man, it's like there's some really good defensive ends and they sack the quarterback but his, to your point that he could run for touchdowns he played basketball in North Carolina he played basketball in North Carolina too yeah. I mean the good. guy is an amazing athlete we actually have um, a caller speaking of the, the Hall of Fame uh, Tucker I, hold on and I, and I got his I, I told him to sign me some shoes for I said I know you're going to be in the Hall of Fame so just go and sign me a pair of shoes Ooh, that, and I got a pair of shoes signed uh, by uh, Julius Peppers are nice. they Carolina Blue? no they're not Oh. The, the Carolina Panthers, but they're not Carolina Blue. You missed an opportunity. <laughs> I know. We actually had a caller want to ask you a question, Eugene. And in fact, if anybody wants to call, 704-570-1110, you said that you were willing to take okay, calls, cool. answer questions. Tucker has a question about the Hall of Fame itself. Hey, Tucker, welcome to Good Morning BT. Hey, thank you all so much for having me on. I'm yeah. so excited that you're joining us. You had a question for Eugene. 
Yeah, Eugene, I'm super excited about Pep getting in. Man. Curious your thoughts about Steve Smith still not getting in, though, and particularly with, with Devin Hester getting in, obviously a great returner. But, I mean, Steve was a great returner himself. In addition, to obviously, all he could do is a receiver. And kind of one more question, too, if I could sneak in. I'm curious your thoughts on, you know, if down the road, if you think Keekley and Cam Newton will get in as well. Well, let me just say, Keekley's a first ballot Hall of Famer. There ain't no doubt about that. Eight Pro Bowls and how he changed that position. When you think of Keekley, you think of Ray Lewis. You think of Mike Singleton. You think of uh, Dick Buckus. You think of those guys, iconic guys who changed the game at that position for the Panthers. Luke Keekley, first ballot Hall of Famer. It's not even a doubt. And just to, to piggyback on that, Patrick Willis got in who played and with Patrick the Niners. Patrick Willis, as, as, oh, yeah. But their, their career stats are almost identical because, and, you know, they both played about nine years. Yes, that's right. Um, and their, their stats are very similar. Their careers are very similar. So the fact that Willis is in guarantees that Guarantee. Luke, whether it's first ballot or not, that shortly he'll be in there. It, it's definitely first ballot in my what, what opinion. What about Cam? What do you think? And, and Cam, I think that Cam is, I think Cam will make it in. And I think Cam will make it in because he's become a generational quarterback where you threw the ball well and you ran the ball. And so he's really changed the face. MVP. I mean, yep. And, and when you think about it, like Randall Cunningham, I think Randall Cunningham is a guy who should be in the, mm-hmm. in, the, in, in the Hall of Fame. Randall Cunningham, Michael Vick. Um, we see Lamar Jackson. Well, when you talk about somebody who's a running quarterback and who did extremely well, you can't you no further. You got to look at Cam Newton. Steve Young was a running quarterback who did it well. John Elway could be running quarterback whenever he wanted to and did it well. But I think that Cam will and, and eventually get in. And for your thing about Steve Smith, I think that Steve Smith, oh, he's yes, in. he's in for sure. I, yeah, he's in. And, and and what happens? This is his second time being in the semifinals. So when you Make it to that part, like Leroy Butler, who I played with with the, uh, with the uh, Green Bay Packers. Your name, your name, your name's gonna come up again. He's gonna be in the semifinals again, and everybody go like this. Oh, okay, let's put a receiver in. Well, with people like Chris Carter's again. These are comps. Exactly, like Chris Carter, like Steve Smith, is top ten in most oh. of the major categories that you'd ever look at. So. Exactly, and don't forget, Steve Smith came in as a return man. He came in as a, uh, you know, as gonna be a punt returner, your kick returner, and he was dynamite in that. He was actually dynamic. However, Steve Smith is one of the best receivers. And he makes no bones about it. He's ferocious. He's mean. He's mean when he has to be. He catches the ball extremely well, and he changes the game. And everybody remembers that that clown play that we had against the uh, X clown, the yeah. X clown, and to go to the um, that was the name of the play. Well, yeah. that I, I was thinking about that specific play, that <laughs> yeah. X clown. Yeah, that's but, the most famous play in Panther history. It was the double overtime play against play. the St. Louis Rams. It was the walk-off, like, 69-yard touchdown or whatever. Yeah, and, if, and Steve does this little double move, and he beats uh, – what was it? Jason Seahorn. Jason Seahorn. That was Jason Seahorn's last moment on a football field. I he know. Retired <laughs> He's retired after And he that. lived here in Charlotte. He was the one who was married to the actress, Angie. Uh, uh, Angie oh, Angie Harmon. Angie, Angie Harmon. Angie Harmon. Yep. I, I I'm co- sure he appreciates us bringing I, all this stuff up right now. I, I, coach their I, mean, I hope he's not uh, living here anymore. And I'm not sure they're married anymore. No, they're not. They're not, yeah. No. That's not. what I'm saying. It's not good news. Yeah, but I coach their kids in track and field, too. Okay. Well, yeah. And here's a really quick question yeah. from one of our listeners. Chris, first of all, he said that Patrick Mahomes is the new Tom Brady, that he's a whiner when he gets hit. That's from Chris, not from me. But Chris also had a question for you, um, Eugene. He said, ask what you think about Cam Newton's comments about Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. I think everybody has their own, you know, opinion of who Brock Purdy is and what he does. Is he a game manager? I, I heard that. And to some respect, yes. But being a game manager is 
at this level is different from being a game manager when when you're playing little league football. It's not. <laughs> it's not that. Is that you? It's almost like let's put it this way: you're the point guard. You are the point guard in a in, in basketball, and you got to go ahead and make things happen. And Purdy at the point guard is making things it happen. Work, it Joe Montana and Tom Brady, essentially that kind of role too. Exactly, they weren't asked to make seventy-yard throws, and that was that was quick, hit the target stuff. And and, and just quickly at the in the second half of, the, of that last game when they played, Purdy was spectacular. That's a great game manager right there. Yep. Now P- we have guard. we have a very special guest in our studio. If you're just tuning in, that's Eugene Robinson. You are listening to former Carolina Panther. He's the current host of Charlotte Today, and we have something really fun planned for you, okay. Eugene, coming up mm-hmm. right after our news break. We're going to play our Friday news quiz with Mark Garrison, and Eugene Robinson is okay. going to be our special competitor. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm winning, baby. Getting into the Jimmy Fallon show. I'm winning. <laughs> Mark Garrison has some special questions yes, for you, indeed. I hear, right, yeah. Mark? Mm-hmm, I do. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> you know what that sound is. That means it's time Betty for Hill time. our Friday oh. news quiz. We have a special guest, Mark Gears, and I'm super pumped about this. Eugene Robinson's yes. sticking around for this. Well, we'll see if we can stump the genie rock. All right. <laughs> we have all kinds of questions here. We'll start with today is National Pizza Day. What is, what is the busiest day for ordering pizza in the U.S.? Is it Halloween, Super Bowl Sunday, or the day before Thanksgiving? I'm oh, going to give Eugene a little strategy before we get into the sports portion of this. <laughs> if you know the answer for sure, don't go first because Beth will just glob off of it and <laughs> She'll repeat just it. Because I do that to her when she has a political one because I don't know and I'll just say what she says. Okay. So I'm just giving you a little strategy. <laughs> yeah, if, Pizza's if you, kind of open to everybody, but yes. before we get too yeah. deep into it, I'm going to say uh, Super Bowl. I'm thinking Super Bowl too. I, I, I think it's Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm going to say Super Bowl. I'm going to go against the grain and say Thanksgiving, the day before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving? And okay. all of you are... <gasps> oh, no! Halloween. It is Halloween. Halloween. Oh, wow. Halloween. Halloween. I already got candy. I Why do you got candy. Food? I know. Right. I'm like, when I got candy. Okay. I, I have to admit that surprised me, too. That's surprising. Hey. All right. The most popular pizza topping is pepperoni. What is the second most popular? Is it mushrooms, sausage, Ooh. or extra cheese? Ooh. Mushrooms was the first thing I thought about when the question started. Which, I don't know way, what that means, but Tommy playing today. Hey, and I'm keeping score again, Mark, so it's oh, not gonna oh, be suspicious that, at all. Don't worry. No, that's right. Tommy's gonna win, you're right. <laughs> so Tommy, you're saying mushrooms? That's I mean, the first thing I thought of when the question started was mushrooms, was but mushrooms? I just love mushrooms, so I don't know if that if everyone else feels that way. I'm gonna go against Tommy here. I'm gonna say extra cheese. Yeah. Right. I, I personally would do mushrooms. I love the mushrooms, but I'm gonna say extra cheese is my next real thought. And I'm gonna go against you guys. I'm gonna say sausage. All right. I hate mushrooms, but I'm gonna go mushrooms. Okay. okay. Uh, it is sausage. Ah! Alright. Go Rob! There we go. Somebody finally got one. I gave Eugene all this uh, like strategy. I'm over two on pizza. (laughs) Yeah, don't listen to Zoki or Uh, Beth. Well, that's for sure. Or Tommy. Definitely not. So one more pizza question here. Which pizza restaurant currently is being investigated for possibly making sick people sick in Lincoln County? Domino's, Papa John's, or Little Caesars? Got to be Little Caesars. I'm going Little Caesars. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying Little Caesars. Little Caesars. I actually know this one, so. 
Pizza, pizza. Little yeah, Caesars. Little Caesars. Mm-hmm. Is everybody? Yeah, yeah. Little Caesars. Uh, by the way, it was that bad 40 years ago when I was growing up. Too, so. <laughs> yeah. never, I've never liked Little Caesars pizza. But you could get two pizzas in one box. I know. Pizza, it's pizza. hot and ready. Pizza. But you know, I get I, twice I, as sick. I told, <laughs> I told Zoki a story yesterday. There was a homeless guy, and I didn't have any money, right, but we were right. in a shopping center, uh-huh. and I felt bad for him. He said he was hungry, so I, I went and bought him a Little Caesars pizza, <laughs> and he was not happy with it. <gasps> oh, poor oh, wow. I said, it's like the side photo, like we gave away the muffin bottoms. <laughs> you got to give oh, away toilet, toilet, toilet paper, Little Caesars too. is what you brought me? He yeah. still has his pride. Oh, my right. goodness. Muffin bottoms? All right. Big story this morning. President Biden will not be prosecuted for keeping classified documents at his house. One reason, the prosecutor says he's an old man with a bad memory. Which one of these is not something Biden forgot, according to the prosecutor? Which is one he did not forget? When he was vice president... When he had his swearing in for president, the time of his son's death. Which one of those did he not forget? The swearing in. I'm going with B as well, the swearing in. I'll go with B, because Beth did. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm not sure I'm going with the swearing in. It is swearing in. It's a swearing in. It's not. Yeah, you're exactly yeah. right. He did forget when he was vice president, and he forgot the time of his son's death. Yeah. But, uh, all right, so who all got that right? Sorry. I think oh, we all think got, that got that one right. Everybody got that one right. We all got that one right. Do I need to keep score, Tom? I got it. I got it. I just want to make sure it's right. Birdie does it so flawlessly, Tommy. Le- it's true. Blue leaf, you know. True. There you right. go. Let's do... I just won't ask questions, and then I'll win. We'll do some Super Bowl <laughs> questions here in a second, but I got one more weird one that was in science news this week. True or false, scientists are proposing launching giant sunshades into space to block 2% of the sun's radiation. Is that true or false? Ooh. I'm going with false. It just sounds like something we would do, so I'll say true. That's exactly where I'm at, and I'm going to go true. Yeah, I'm going to say true on this one. I'm going to say false. It is true. Oh, wow. <laughs> A sunshade? Because it was just dumb enough that it's real. <laughs> do you know exactly. That, do you know what that sounds like? Did you ever see the movie Spaceballs, Mark, where they, oh, like, yeah. yes. the, the, the planet had like a big old bubble <laughs> yep. around it, yep. like a shield? That's where they got the idea from. It probably is. <laughs> and I promise you all the elites are like financially invested in the giant shade. That's <laughs> yeah, why it'll happen. <laughs> all right. Oh. Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. True or false? Super Sunday is the second highest eating day in America. Is that true or false? The second highest eating mm-hmm. day, is that? Yeah, second highest. Second highest. I'm going to go false. I feel like Thanksgiving and Christmas got to be up there ahead of them. Yeah, we have so many holidays that eating is such a central part of. Fourth of July, you eat a lot. You know, barbecues and such. Um, yeah, I'm going to say false, too. And how are they weighing this? I'm going <laughs> to say it's false, too, because I'm thinking that you got Thanksgiving. It was a heavy day, and, and then you got um, Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. You know what? I'm going to go true because I will not lie. I eat more on Super Bowl but Sunday than I do. what about the 4th of July? I eat way more on Super Bowl Sunday yeah. than I do on hot dogs for the July 4th and, and Christmas and Thanksgiving. I'm going to say true. I'm going to say Thanksgiving 1 and Super Bowl 2. So I'm going to say it's a true. It is true. Oh, oh okay. Thanksgiving is first. Super Bowl Sunday is number two. Wow. Yay. Okay. I think Zoke Eat it, suckers. All right. We got another true-false <laughs> question. Zoke has taken the lead. <laughs> All right. When it comes to the Super Bowl halftime show, true or false, this year Usher will do the show for free. True uh, or false? That is true. 
true. That is true. True. That is true. It's always true. It's always true. That's every right. year. Every In year, fact, no true. performers get paid to no do No performers it. get paid. Because they get paid the next day when all their exposure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly Spotify right. Spotify go up. Uh, let's see here. All right. Now, according to CBS News, the average Super Bowl ticket this morning is 7400 9300 or 12100 12 the is average, deep. not the cheapest, but the average. We go with twelve. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with twelve as well. So you said, what was the numbers again? Seventy-four hundred, ninety-three hundred, or twelve thousand one hundred. Well, I'm going to go ninety-three hundred. Actually, yeah. Can I change my? No, you that? cannot. Okay, no. yeah. Nin- <laughs> ninety-three. That literally such as a story. So I, 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 that uh, was the oh, cheapest ticket. Yeah, I saw something that was okay. eight hundred. Yeah. No, no, I didn't oh, know. Hold on, Mark. Hold on, Mark. Oh, okay. I, I didn't say. He said ninety-three. I'll go yeah, yeah. The average is ninety-three. Yeah. Nice. According to CBS. Yes. And the reason why because it was eight thousand. I saw it was eighty. It was eight thousand seven seven seven. Gene knows he bought one today. So there you go. All right, got another. Uh, let's see. This is another true false question too. In 1967, 1967, the Beatles said no to performing the halftime show, so they got the Grambling State Marching Band. Is that true or false? In 1967. Yep. At the first Super Bowl. True. It sounds true. No, I'm going false, dude. I'm going false, too, because I'm, they used to just have, like, up with the people and stuff. Or, you know, like, they yeah, didn't have, yeah. like, huge Super Bowl halftime shows. Well, the Grambling shows. Band is Hold not... Up. He's saying the Grambling Marching Band performed. Well, yeah, so but... That's not a big... But they went to the Beatles first. And that would be... But they didn't get the was, Beatles. Uh, yeah, that was... W- the first Super Bowl. First Super Bowl, that was Green Bay Packers, right? Yep. No, I'm I'm I'll, I'll say Grambling. I'm going to say it's no. the Grambling one. I'm saying no. Okay, so everybody's got to say whether it's true or false, because I'm really confused. I think it's true. I say false. Is everybody answering? Yep. Yes. Yep. It is false. Dang yeah. it. Now, hang on. The reason it's false is because the Beatles were never involved, but they did indeed have the Grambling State Marching Band See, now there. Shenanigans. Oh, wow. That shouldn't oh, mess up. That's not even the question you asked. Yes, Boo. Boo that man. I totally tracking It's a good question. Wow. It is a good question. All right. I was totally tracking Nobody likes you now. All right. Well, which one of you losers won? Uh, Tommy, Jim, and Eugene are all tied at Ooh. six. Beth has five, and Bernie's busy on the board. So he's right. Well, let's yes. see. I tell you Stupid. what, then. you can sense. You're busy. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I've got a couple of. We can try a, a quick tie break here if you want between you three. Of Think of a number between one and ten, and we'll guess. <laughs> all right. The skys here. Here we go. The skyscrapers in Uptown Charlotte are empty on many floors, so the city council will consider putting daycare centers on some floors creating affordable apartments on some floors or consider a multi-story shopping mall which one i'm gonna say apartment i'm yeah, going with apartment apartment well we can't whatever it's just you yeah it's just you three right I'll say, okay i'll go differently let's say, i'm gonna say a cigar bar <laughs> <laughs> all right let's go ahead we'll go daycare just to be different oh you go all right it is Apartments. Just yeah. giving it to Tommy. They so just gave it to I Tommy. I like Eugene yeah. just landed. Pro- producers have ruined well, it, it the right? past two weeks. I won yeah. last week and Tommy won this Let's week. Go, How did I not win? I said Wait apartments. Wait a minute. Jim said apartments, Jim said apartments too. apartments so we get, still oh, have a two. I you said cigar bar. <laughs> we, I was joking. It wasn't an option. But so right. we all had three apartments. So we have a two-way tie. All right, real quick, real quick. All right, something that we can guess at. Yep. Okay. Just think of a number between one and five. I have one more question here. For you two guys, Republicans failed to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas this week. How many Republicans sided with the Democrats? Three, four, or six? 
I'm going to say four. I think it's definitely six. It's four. <laughs> Tommy. I knew that one was four. I didn't know it all. I just guessed. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy is to go, today's Tommy. winner. Mark Garrison, thank one you for, for always coming morning. up with great questions. Right You're welcome, Sugar Beth. Make cold nights feel like something. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Beth Troutman here. Bo Thompson has the morning off, so I'm joined in the studio with Bernie Bulls. Jim Zoki is with me, and our special guest, Eugene Robinson, is the here house. for just a couple hizzy. more minutes. Yeah. Just a couple more <laughs> Is that legal? Yeah. <laughs> is that legal? <laughs> we have to get to one question before we let you go, because okay. the Carolina Panthers have a new head coach, which uh, Brett Jensen on Tuesday admitted that he got lost in his eyes whenever he was interviewing him. But we also have a new GM in Dan Morgan. Yes, and Dan Morgan, I love the fact that he's always been intense. He's been an intense linebacker. And one thing that during that era, when he's playing with Pep and that whole crew, is that they had them dogs out there. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned that in the in, in, in the interview. He said that we got to get back to where we had the dogs in the house. And when we would go ahead and, and just busting folks up. It's a mentality. And I think I, I, I love that about him. And I think he's going to bring that. He brought that surely as a linebacker. And now as a GM, I think he brings that same um, tenacious spirit. I think, I think he's going to bring that. They were both very good in the press conference, Coach Canales and Dan Morgan. But that was the highlight to me was that Dog. talk about he's a, he's, he also said, he, and he said, because we're not that right now. We're not it. I want people to pull up in their team bus and fear that logo. Yes. He said, and we are not that. So I, I like the fact that he admitted that because he's been on board. He's been the assistant GM. So he understands what needs to be fixed here. So I, I like that mentality and that thought process. And, you know, he played at the U, played at the University of Miami. So there's some swag. There's and some, some swag in that some with dog the Oh, absolutely. Missing, you know? Absolutely. And here's what, what Coach Canales, what I think he brings to the, to, the, to the whole table is that he's been able to take Geno Smith – uh, and also um, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, and what's, uh, Baker. Baker Mayfield, all of all of whom had over four thousand yards under his tutelage, if you will. I mean, twenty eight touchdowns, thirty touchdowns, ten interceptions, eleven interceptions. I mean, the numbers are extraordinary. the The quarterback rating was for Geno Smith one hundred point six. For uh, Baker Mayfield was ninety four point something. For uh, Russell Wilson one hundred one. This guy knows about how to co- uh, how to coach quarterbacks, how to coach the receivers because he was a receiver coach, mm-hmm. and then how to go ahead and put the plan together because he was also the uh, third down coordinator. So he brings a lot of experience in. And then I heard from Jordan Gross that you're going to love this dude right here. He <gasps> has such a... Jordan he, Gross said yeah, this? He said you, he has such a way uh, in the locker room and people just absolutely gravitate towards this guy right here. It's a natural thing. And, and typically when you have that type of gravitas, people follow you. People will follow you everywhere. Particularly, they're gonna they're gonna put down what you're selling. So. And so far, to my knowledge, Beth, my wife Sandra, and Brett Jensen all find him attractive. Oh, absolutely. So my wife said the same uh, thing. Very important. Well, yeah, He's I feel like I feel that that might bring kind of in the same way that Taylor Swift is bringing new eyeballs to the Super Bowl. That maybe maybe this new coach brings in new fans for the Panthers. Well. Maybe I, know, maybe. I know he's a good looking dude. Can't hurt. Can't, can't hurt. <laughs> can't hurt. But I think what's going to really bring it in, though, is that the fact that he has expertise. And when you have expertise, particularly on the offensive side of the ball and knowing what to do from the quarterback position, running back, and with the receivers, I think that's going to bode well. And I think it's going to Just sell. win. Andy Reid is, you know. Kind of doughy and a mustache. I don't care. Just win. Win. Just win games. Just win games. Whoever it is. You just want to win, but he is a good-looking guy. 
<laughs> That's what, yeah, he's good. Well, the main thing that I love and that, <laughs> that Jordan Gross kind of solidified that you said that he said this, that he has that kind of positive yes. energy that is that draws people in. He's got charisma, and we haven't had that in a coach, that kind of we've had we've had a different kind of charisma if you will but this is a positivity that we have been lacking i think yeah, in that locker room yeah i mean frank reich had success in this league but i thought it was very uh, his time here felt very uh, mild if you will not very motivational and again that's kind of secondary if you're winning elsewhere and then we had matt rule which was a whole different frenetic yeah, college kind of misplaced energy didn't know the pro game well but i feel like Coach Canales is younger, but to your point, receivers coach, he's been in the league 12 years. He's been in the league a long time. No, he is definitely not new. And I think think people are going to like him. And the fact that he's also young, I think this too, the fact that he's a younger coach, a lot of energy, lots of enthusiasm that you bring to the table. Well, I will tell you, you bring energy and enthusiasm to this show whenever you join us. And Eugene, we are Always. so thrilled that you joined us. We love having you here. Eugene Robinson, host of Charlotte Today. I'm sorry Tommy beat you in the news. Well, <laughs> really quickly, before we let you go, Super Bowl prediction. Is it the Kansas City Chiefs or is it the 49ers? I'm going for the 49ers by three. 49ers by three. Yes. You heard it here. So on Monday, if you're wrong, we're going to call you out. That's okay. <laughs> I've been wrong before. <laughs> Thank you so much, Eugene yeah. Robinson. Coming up next, Charlotte's most beloved John Hancock is in the house. Love me, Rose, you in the face, says, baby.